Hello, everybody. Welcome again. We have a very special guest today. We have Mark Bodybean. And Mark is a co-director in Hasbro Boulder. He has worked for companies such as Triple Studio, Magic Hill Animation Studios, Weta Digital, and DreamWorks. So, Mark, you've been more than 20 years in the industry and playing roles of leadership in the film production pipelines. Uh, could you please talk to us about that curve of experience and something pretty important that I guess everybody is expecting is how did you get to being an electrical engineer to be a writer and then a film director? Excellent question. I don't know. Now, um, <laughs> there's, kind of, there's, there's similarities between, this goes back a long time. I was an electrical engineer and I would... Um, I was part of, I worked for General Electric, for GE, and we would design and build power plants. And there's some similarities between building power plants and making films. The wow. budgets are about the same. They can be anywhere from 40 million to 150 million. And the time it takes to do it is about the same. Is <laughs> anywhere from, you know, like one and a half to three years. I mean, animated films can run even longer. But um, I think... You know, production is a lot of problem solving. There, um, some some days it feels like it's a miracle any movie gets made. There, there's there are things that break in terms of uh, you know your story, in terms of your talent, and then then just pipeline technology, like how data is going from one department to another. Is the design that everybody fell in love with really feasible and the best design for the whole picture? Um, so you, you know, I think both those, both of my careers, I wish it would be nice to have an easy one, but, uh, but both of them required a lot of problem solving. So I'd say, you know, to anybody who wants, you know, who's passionate, who, who thinks they want to go into it, just know like that, that's part of, that's part of it is you're going to have lots of whether they're visual problems or just, Hey, how am I, <laughs> how I'm going to, how am I going to take this idea? And how and put that on screen? How's that going to translate visually? Like engineering to visual effects was not a was not a bad kind of route, believe it or not. I I got to learn from a lot of um, along with myself. There were people from really diverse backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Certainly, people from you know film traditional film backgrounds. We had a lot of architects. Yeah. Um, there were sculptors. There were um, painters. There were computer scientists. There were, you know, so so it was a really diverse sort of um, playing field. Mark, talking about what you have done in the in your experience, I mean, you have worked in movies such as Lord of the Rings, Mission to Mars, Pussy Boots, Monsters vs. Aliens, and with different roles within the within each project. So, which one was the hardest one to work with, and which one do you love to work? I kind of, I'm going to sound like a parent now. I love all my children in one way or another. Um, but I mean, I really loved Pony. I have to say like, th that's one thing I could say that I kind of feel I've been really, really lucky that every, the next thing always uses a little bit more of me. You know, like the thing about My Little Pony is I got to use every bit, of, it's exhausting, but like everything I knew I put into that movie. Um, cause it was, it was a new crew. They hadn't done CG, you know, they hadn't really done 3d. Um, it was a really tight schedule. It was a really tight budget. We made it for like a nickel. Um, 
it was it was great um but yeah i i swear if you if i went back i would probably say cats and dogs was really fun because we didn't know what we were doing and it came out so like everybody was so happy with it and the studio got a lot of work from it and then blade two right after that because it was i kind of miss killing things when you're in animation (laughs) nothing ever dies but uh if you make a vampire movie lots of things die and that was so it was Guillermo del Toro. So there was a lot of beheadings, a lot of, you know, decapitations and losing limbs. And yeah, it was gross, but it was super fun. If someone has an idea, translate that into a, a Bible or a teaser, and then tries to pitch that idea to somebody else, what's the process? The best way to do it is to find, build up a network of people that you trust. Yeah. That, you know, and it's actually better if you don't actually all share the same sensibility visually or even storytelling wise. Um, but people that you trust who are thoughtful, I have a very good friend here. If I send him a script, he will read it, really read it, and he will really give me notes on it. Um, okay. Just like don't don't be casual about it. If you're casual about it, if you just say, hey, Joe. Can you read my script? Says, I read it. I loved it. It was great. Whatever. That's not very helpful. Like you, you really need to start. Um, and you could do it, you know, people, people I find are very great about, very gracious about being mentors. I'd say find some mentors. Like, um, like, like yeah. say, Joe, my life depends on this. Please read it. <laughs> well, you know, Joe may not be a good mentor. <laughs> he may be a good friend, but he might help you move. But I don't know if he's the one who's going to help you with that. Um, yeah. I really think it's like you you do research. Like when I talk about the pilots, I I read like two or three a night because that's where I am right now. I just read them. They're quick to read. It just really kind of gets you in that space. Um, and then you start to understand things like I was saying, like speed, like how much ground am I covering in this episode? So basically being the co-director of Hasbro and Boulder in Dublin, what is the, the main role now in your in this time of your life? I was brought in because they, they because Boulder did not have a lot of experience in CG in 3D. Um, so I really came in to kind of help sort of on the managerial side, kind of help structure the studio a little bit mm-hmm. better to mm-hmm. make the you know more conducive to making a feature, but then also really help get the visuals to a level that we wanted them to be at. Um, yeah, I'd say that was, those were kind of my big, that's why I was brought in. Then there's everything else. Then there's like input on story and which was great and fun. And the story we pretty much rewrote, um, along with, we had a, um, we had a writer who was on for a while. And then we had another writer, Jillian Bellows, who, um, she's writing the TV show that comes after the, the movie. Um, and she was a real Brony. She was a real, like she understands everything pony. So we couldn't make some, you know, some beginner's mistake about it. But but she, you know, <laughs> and she was just really, you know, great to work with. And uh so um, so in that case, just to go back to your early question about pitching, that was a really great environment to pitch in, you know, to just say, like, hey, I had this idea. What if they did this? What if they go here? What if they find this then? What if, yeah. And everybody if, was listening, yeah. You know, okay. What if the fight between this? I we have two characters that are sisters, and at one point they fight, and I have two sisters, 
And the first time I read it, it was kind of soft. And I said, that's no, not that's that's not how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna be mad. And the next scene, they're still gonna be mad. Like, just like you gotta just let it be, you know, for a little bit. And it turned out really nicely. <laughs> you were you were asking everybody, hey, where's the plot? I mean, it, the fight hasn't finished, right? <laughs> I know. No one's gonna forget if she says she forgave her, she didn't. <laughs> so, it'll come up again. so yeah. uh yeah so for me the the co-director you know in the co-director role is like um it's really one that's kind of you know helps to supplement what might be you know what the other directors might not have an experience i guess or a movie gets so big that you have to just animated movies you know because you make everything you texture everything, you light everything, you animate everything. Like you can't go out and shoot something. It's a lot. Like just the 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 scale of it. That's kind of the big lesson I'd say for animation is, uh, which I find myself saying again and again, is you have to pay attention to scale. If you're making a feature, you're talking about 1300 to 1500 shots, which means when you, when you, figure out how to do things or when you're figuring out it has to work for those shots, that, mm -hmm. that number of shots, you can't, you can do something if you're only dealing with 10 shots, you have to go in and do everything by hand and, you know, but that doesn't work for an animated movie at scale. Latin America has very strong countries like Mexico, Brazil, Costa Rica is, is playing a good role, Chile, for example. But there is a lot of places where there's a lot of talent also, good ideas. What do you recommend for the next step? I wouldn't worry so much about a Bible. I think what I would worry about is if there's any way to get something you can show. If there is any, if you're- Images. 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 Like if you're visual and you can do that, that's great. Or even a moving image, even like, you know, even something rough. Um, that really helps, um, you know, for ideas like you can spend a little too much time like i was just saying with visual development you could spend a little too much time up here i don't want to say don't spend time up here but you can spend too much time where you really again need to get some some input um and i think like i keep reading about like you know netflix is everywhere but like hearing about like netflix in latin america and like like i'm, I'm sort of curious like what studios are are looking for talent, looking for content? Like that's a that's a wonderful thing about all this diversity, um, and all these like um, distribution, you know, methods. Like everybody wants content, and now they want local content. And what they're finding is the local content is really sellable in other places. Uh, Mark, it's been it's been a real pleasure, and uh, we need to. Thank you for your time, your contribution, inspiring uh, messages for the filmmaking community in Latin America. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, we have a new friend from Los Angeles. Thank you very much. And we need to keep in touch. <laughs>